I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome to one and all. Welcome to Jake Roose. This is Bark After Dark. We're back live. We got a good guest tonight. We got uh, Bill Shanks of uh, of Middle Georgia fame, um, Superstations. A friend, uh, a friend, a friend of both of us. I yeah, say. A fr- yeah, dude. Bill's the man. Um, Bill was uh, got a little story to tell about Bill once he gets on here. Nothing bad at all. I don't have a bad word to say about Bill. Uh, but, uh, got a story to tell about my first ever radio interview and, and all that stuff. But, uh, um, we're going to get to bill real quick. Cause I know he's going to be joining us here pretty fast. What you drinking tonight, man? Uh, tonight I have the H A Z Y IPA by Sweetwater. Um, yeah. so, uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, we've got a little bit of those citrus notes. Uh, you're, you're hydrating. I assume I'm, I, I'm just a little, little, uh, mineral water and lime here. Um, <laughs> It's, it's sad because I, I got this uh, beautiful bottle of wild common tequila today and this beautiful bottle of G4 tequila that uh, I am going to be sipping on soon, but uh, not today because Sunday got out of hand for your boy, um, you know, continuing to celebrate the old 40th birthday. Yeah. By the way, happy birthday to Jake Rowe, man. 40, yeah. uh, 40 years on the planet. Who? I don't did he see it for himself? I don't know. Everything everything above every day above ground from here on out is just gravy. Never thought <laughs> I'd make it this far. I thought that since I was like six, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, before we get to Bill, I do want to uh, take the time uh to acknowledge gametime.co. Um that's dot co not com gametime.co. I downloaded the app, uh use promo code dogs, D-A-W-G-S. And you get twenty dollars off of your first order. Terms apply here. And and listen, I got a little bit of a. Uh, it, 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 you have to order. You have to. It's a certain amount. I'm not a hundred percent sure how much you have to go for a certain amount to get that twenty dollars off. Uh, but listen, these folks specialize in ticket availability. Whether it's ten days out, whether it's ten minutes out, that's that's what they're trying to get you there. For they want you to rely on them for your last minute needs, for your you know for your planning needs, whatever it is. The app is super interactive. It's intuitive. It's very very smart. Uh, and and one of the things that I loved about it, just from kind of digging around in there, is that feature you see right there. Like you know you go into some apps and man, you open them. You got to open them up or get to a couple different screens before you see that. And 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 then you see an empty stadium if you want to look at your view. They give you a look at what it's like in the stadium while you're there. That's gametime.co. Uh, I, listen, I've messed around with that app for you know for a couple days now because uh, we're going to be trying to go to a Braves game next week, 
And uh, I like it, man. I like the app a lot. Go check them out. Get $20 off your first order with terms applying uh, with the promo code DOGS. Let's welcome on Bill Shanks. Oh, the illustrious. The illustrious Bill Shanks. Shanks. No question, man. Bill, what's up, man? How are you guys? Fantastic. Thank you for joining us. Man, I am so honored to be on this show because you guys have been coming on my show for years, and now I get to return this favor. So y'all been ruining my show for years. I get to ruin your show. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder. I I I wonder if we could get you to do one of your ad reads on here. Uh, One of one of the ones that listen, Bill. (laughs) Bruce and I, Bruce and I riff on you know you know that that little one minute we wait before you come in and everything. Yeah. We riff on on the the ads that come in all the time. We get we make each other laugh so hard with not just the ones you do, but just in general. That uh, uh the one that um Marble Masters, Marble Masters, God, Marble Masters, kills me. You know, you know, quick quick story. That guy never done, hadn't done radio advertising in years, and my salesman walked in there about six years ago, and he said, "If you can," he said, "I listen to the Shank Show. If you can find that commercial, I did." 35 years ago, I'll do it. And I'm like, okay, I'll find it. And I found it. And it was a 60-second commercial done in 1984. It was the best commercial ever done in middle Georgia radio. He's been on ever since. (laughs) People tell me all the time, I love Marble Masters, but God, I can't have that damn commercial. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, it sticks in your head big time. Big time. It's great. No, uh, Bill, like I said, man, thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate you bringing us on, man, and, and letting us talk uh, talk dogs on uh, your show. Um, you know, uh, we kind of start this off normally when we bring a guest on, just kind of talking about your background a little bit, man. Uh, obviously, you know, you, you're, you're the man down there at the Superstations, but how does, how does, where does Bill Shanks come from? Where, how does Bill Shanks get to where Bill Shanks is? Well, I'm originally from Waycross uh, in South Georgia. Sorry to hear that. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, Waycross is a is a suburb of Pearson, Georgia. I don't know if you know that. Um, I've done this all my life. I've done. I've I've wanted to. Um, I used to take my GI Joe truck and flip the daggum ba- basket around that had GI Joe in it and use it as a microphone. And and so I would introduce Mike Douglas, Johnny Carson. Anybody I could, I mean, I've got pictures of me when I was like three with a bad looking suit jacket and a clip on tie and fake glasses on saying, here's Johnny. (laughs) So, I mean, I I just was blessed that, um, I mean, I just was blessed that God gave me the ability to want to do something from, I mean, I had no broadcasters in my family, you know, it's not like I was uh, a carrier or a Van Weeren or a Munson, um, but, you know, I just always wanted to do it. So I think I was on the radio for the first time at 12. Um, did my first uh, high school football season in 1985 with the Waycross Bulldogs. Um, I had my first talk show at 16 when in 1986 when I was 16 years old. I walked into the uh, German manager's office at the Big Wolf in Waycross and I uh, introduced myself and I said, hey, hello, I'm Bill Shanks. And he said, hi, I'm busy. And, uh, <laughs> but he gave me a show and June 16th, 1986, I had my first show with Mike Fratello, the head coach of the Atlanta Hawks. I, 
I was 16, but I couldn't drive yet. I hadn't gotten my driver's license yet. So my mother had to drop me off at the radio station to do my first talk show. And uh, Mike Fratello was on the on the show. And he after the show, I kept him on too long and he cussed me out. <laughs> and I, that Italian told me every word that uh, Tony Soprano would later say on the Sopranos later on because he cussed me out. But, um, you know, I was on TV. I started writing in the newspaper, the Way Cross Journal Herald, when I was 16 writing basketball stories and uh, did Braves columns for them when I was like 19 and 20. First got on TV in, at 18 in Waycross. Then I went to UGA when I was a junior, spent my last two years there. Uh, got on TV a little bit there. I was on WOG in Athens and did that and uh, uh, did the Georgia baseball games for one year on WOG as well and uh, had fun with that, had a great time with that. Um, then I went, uh, after I graduated, I got a job in TV in Brunswick at Channel 21 WBSG. Did that for two, almost three years. Uh, got a job there here in Macon in 96. Did that for two years. And um, then I started a sports production company, did 30-minute weekly shows for the Braves and the Hawks and the Atlantic Sun Conference for like three years. Uh, wrote a book about the Braves. Uh, Scouts are the bravest way to build a winning team. Certainly a dollar at your cheapest bookstore. Sure. <laughs> uh, definitely not in the Jake Roos uh, book category. Oh, okay. boy. Oh, boy. Um, you, you probably got paid for your book. I hadn't got squat 20 years later. So, uh, uh, And then I got back into radio. I, I uh, did the Braves Radio Network for a year in 06. And then I was talking to the guy at 680 about being their Braves expert. And he, the guy also ran the station here in Macon and like, right when the next week we were talking, he, he said, the guy in Macon just walked out the door and I've been on the air ever since 16 and a half years and, uh, had this show and, uh, there you go. That's it. That, that's it. And, um, so I've had the show for 16 years and we've expanded. We've got now 10 frequencies and the, the stations are in, Macon, Warner Robins, Fort Valley, Pinehurst, Rochelle, um, now Savannah, Brunswick, Waycross, and and uh, Blackshear. So, um, and you know, I still write for the Athens Banner Herald, Santa Vanna Morning News, Augusta Chronicle. Do that. I wrote for the Macon Telegraph for about nine years. So I've just done this all my life and loved it and love it every day and just consider myself very blessed to sit around and just shoot the shit i mean shoot the bull and uh and enjoy it you you're fine That's no fcc rules here buddy no <laughs> thank god i can say shit all day long and, yeah, yeah yeah the fcc's out the window brother that's good no you know what I, i've always said y'all you guys have probably heard me uh especially when my co-host russ was on there before he left to go to nebraska in, in may it's like i want my show to be like a couple of guys sitting around shooting the shit yeah. at the sports bar you know and it's like you know, we're all three Georgia guys, but, you know, Russ was a Georgia Southern announcer and Skip is a Georgia Southern fan. And Russ used to root for Georgia Southern and Charles, who used to be on the show. You remember him, uh, Jake Rowe. He used to be on there with me. He was a Florida fan. So we'd give each other a little hell back and forth. But it'd just be like a couple of guys sitting around like we're doing now, except we got a microphone in front of us. Right. And that's what I try to do with my show. And I try to talk sports and keep it within Georgia sports. And it's been pretty successful so far. And, and you know what, seriously, 
my guest, like you two, I love you guys because y'all are so great and do a great job. And, and I love my guests because y'all provide ins, insight and I like to go back and forth to y'all asking questions and going back and forth and having fun. And you, you guys are two of the best. So I appreciate you guys adding the success of our show for sure. Well, I've got to be, I've got to be live and in, per, in color with you several times. That's uh, right. I've always enjoyed those. And those have always been a lot of fun. One of I those. Haven't, I haven't been invited. Just so I've that's not true. I've invited you plenty of times. That's, <laughs> hey, one of these days, one of these days, Bill, I think I, it might be a little bit more of a babysitting effort than what you're looking for, <laughs> but, but you need to just have me and Roos down. Um, and, and we can just all get on the, sh- get on together. And and we'll we'll see how big of a fine we can run up on you. <laughs> well, I, well, I was, was going to we'll invite you to the dog HQ budget, buddy. <laughs> yeah, really. Well, I was going to invite y'all to sit in for me when I take a vacation, like in twenty thirty. Oh, in twenty thirty. Okay. Hey, listen. You give us a good producer, somebody that knows what they're doing that can be that can kind of kind of walk us through it and hold our hand, and we are down. We are that. absolutely down. No, we should get a, we, we need a nun though that's going to like hit us over the knuckles <laughs> with a ruler. We'll, <laughs> we'll have uh, we'll have the Mercer head football coach fired in the first five. Minutes. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. No, I've I've thought about. I think y'all would be great. I think y'all would be. I mean, we we, we just started the show today with Jeff Dantzler. Um, yeah, I saw uh, that at noon, and Jeff's going to do a great job. But you know, at some point, I am going to have to have a day off or a week off or something. And I have thought about like some of my guests, like you guys. I think yeah. it'll be great. I mean, it's three hours. It's not 20 minutes like y'all are used to. Oh, that, the more, <laughs> listen, every time me and Roos, every time we get on here and we're like, hey, tight show, 35, 40 minutes. Um, and then <laughs> we know, I, we're like, dude, we're, we're, we're coming up on an hour and 10. And we, we, we need to. So, um, y'all be no, that would be an absolute blast. My, my introduction to you was, I, I used to listen to you on 960 all the time whenever Dave and, and Chris would have you on in the mornings to do the Braves report. Yeah. And then um, I started I started working with UGA Sports in 2011. Um, you know, I, I told the story on here. Uh, Roddy, Nabolsi, and Kip Adams kind of left for ESPN like right before the season start, and Steve brought me on part-time to help out. And uh, – I remember it was a crazy day. I was I, I was in planning period. I was teaching high school at the time still and also doing this job. And I was during my planning period. Of course, I didn't really uh, – my head wasn't in it anyway. But uh, you reached out. You called or you texted. I think you called. And you called right on the heels of a prominent Georgia coach at the time. Uh, it wasn't Mark Rick, but it was another coach calling me to be like, hey, you know, why is everybody talking about Isaiah Crowell this and Isaiah Crowell that? He's going to be fine. He's, you know, ultimately he was not fine, but he was fine then. Like he started the season and everything. Yeah. Um, But I just got off the phone with that, and I don't even know how that coach got my number. It's the first time I'd heard from them. I was stuttering and stammering, and then you called, and you're like, hey, you want to be on the radio? And then uh, two those two coming back to back, I was like, man, I made it. I made it, you know, like I'm there. Steve Patterson's giving me 1500 bucks a month and uh, to, to write about sports and I get to go on the radio and I just heard from a coach. Um, you know, this is, this is how life's going to be. But uh, I mean, luckily it did end up becoming a career, but I, I'll never forget that day just because I was so excited to, because I've always been a radio guy, you know, like I've always been a, a listen to the radio, listen to some talk radio, some sports talk radio. I go through cycles on it now. 
Um, but you know, when I'm in the area, I listen to you and uh, I don't oh. listen to 960 as much anymore. There's but- nothing, there's nothing, there was nothing better, man. When, uh, when I was on the road for, uh, high school games on Friday night, man, than turning on the local station and just listening to the broadcast for the Friday night game. That's the best. Coffee town. No, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Man. For sure. Yeah. You know, you listen to the WPPL broadcast of the Fannin County Rebels on a Friday night. Oh, that's, that's primo, man. That's right. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. So, Bill, if you could could just get a firm grip on one thing that you've done in terms of, you know, because you've done a lot of different stuff. If you could just, at this point in your career, and I know you've built something where, where you've at, so you've probably got a little bit of a bias there because I know you're proud of what, what you guys have done there, there in middle Georgia, what you've done. What would you what would you grab hold of and just ride it for the rest of the way? What was, the, what was your favorite part of this whole journey that you've been on? Well, um, I love what I do, so it's hard to narrow that down. I mean, the book, the book was hard as hell. Yeah, the book is work. Don't work. Um, don't don't write the book for anybody well, out there who's thinking about it. I mean, the book the book is. I mean, that's just that's work, man. I mean, I I remember, and I was broke when I was writing the book, so that made it even more fun. And <laughs> and uh, but I remember, and I love media guides. Claude Felton will tell you that because I'm pissed they don't print them anymore. But um, I, I I've had media guides, and and so. When I wrote, I was in my apartment when I wrote that book and I had media guides strung out all over the place. I had no dogs. I had no money. I had no life, but I, by God, had media guides and they were all over the place. And I mean, they were a great, they they were things in there. I couldn't get on the internet. That was work. And I'd love to do it again. I'm going to do it again. I can't tell you what it is, but I've got, and I may even have the second one, but I, I just don't have any time now, but. Build, I tell you what, building, building the, that was work. This, this is, I mean, this, there's a lot involved in what I'm doing now. I mean, build, oh, um, I mean, I have long days and I enjoy the most part. Um, I didn't, I don't enjoy it when Ken Griner wakes me up at seven 30 and says my station's off there in Savannah. That's kind of a problem, but um, I mean, we're building these radio stations has been a great experience because um I think Atlanta radio sucks. <laughs> I just think it's awful. And I think they don't talk about stuff in Georgia. And you're I, about, you're about 85% spot on at least maybe 90% spot on with that. Other than a show here and a show there. It's sucks. Yeah. It's, it's just, um, because I, I, I remember when I, when I did that thing for six eighty in uh 2007 and i just started my show and i was driving up there it was like the second month i was on the air and um i was driving up there and it was the friday before mother's day and there was a this was on 790 and there was a a whole hour what do you get in your mother and your wife for mother's day 
And I said, I, I, I don't want to do that. That's not what I want. I mean, I'm not saying we don't get off on tangents. We don't talk about food. Damn <laughs> yeah. right we do. We have we have fun. But who gives a shit? You know, I mean, and, and I hear somebody told me a couple of weeks ago that they were talking on 680 about your favorite cartoon character. I'm like, it's August. The Braves are the best team in baseball. We, we got two time defending national champions and you're talking about freaking Donald Duck. I mean, I, I just, I mean, I just don't, I mean, and I don't, I have, uh, we get off on tangents. We talk about food. We talk about music. We talk about the things guys talk about. Don't get me wrong. But I mean, I have things to talk about every day. And if I don't, I'll tell you, we got a theme show that's going to be, you know, who's your favorite Georgia Bulldog after Herschel Walker? Call me up, you know, but this, this talk, and I don't, I don't want to talk about LeBron. I don't care about LeBron James makes no, I don't care. If he gets traded the Hawks, I'll care. But I just think people in Georgia want to talk about Georgia stuff. And you know what? If pe- people get mad at me because, oh, well, he's all about the Bulldogs and the Braves, well, then turn the channel if you don't like it. Those are the two most popular teams in the state. And those are my favorite two teams. And so that's what I'm going to talk about. And I'll talk about Georgia Tech as a courtesy, and I'll talk about Georgia stuff <laughs> a little bit. But, I mean, and I love the Hawks. I love the – well, the Falcons drive me crazy. But I love to talk about them too. But it's like – Talk about relevant stuff that people care about. Because if somebody, uh, John Kincaid, and I love John. He's a great guy. I hope he's doing well. But John and I got into a thing one time about, well, we got to be a national people in Atlanta. You know, this is a national city. People are all from all over the country. I'm like, John, let me tell you something. If someone (laughs) from Kansas City, Missouri moves into Atlanta and they want to hear sports talk and they want to hear about their Chiefs, they sure as hell don't want you talking about them. Because you're not in Kansas City. They're right. going to get on this phone and they're going to listen to somebody in Kansas City and they're going to listen about Kansas City stuff on that radio, on that phone. So I just think Georgia sports is it. And to build it and to have it in my hometown, to have it where I worked in Brunswick and now in Savannah, and we're, we're going to expand our show more, the show, not the station, into other areas here soon where it's just going to be, a, you know, a lot of a lot of fun to have that and to I'm not trying to be anybody. I don't, you know, I don't really care about going to Atlanta. I want to be in, I want to be in where I'm from and I am right now in South Georgia. What's been the coolest part about this for you, Bill? I mean, it sounds like that, you know, the original thing just kind of, it's what you knew you wanted to do. And that's where the place you were able to move from. And so it's able to live your dream to some degree, but I mean, is that, is that it? And also simultaneously, like, What's the coolest story, I guess, that you've had the chance to cover, uh, you know, throughout your career? Well, um, yeah, I think just living my, I mean, I am living my dream. I'm living what I, I mean, everybody knew what I wanted to do since first grade, third grade. I mean, they were like, oh, he's going to be on TV. He's going to do the radio. He's, I mean, you know, my buddies would come over and they'd want to play Cowboys and Indians. I'd want to play Radio Man, you know. (laughs) Um, So, I mean, I'm living my dream every day and it's a great thing. I mean, I I think the people, to be able to know the people, to be able to have, you guys do it too, to be able to interview people and, and to, to, you know, have Vince Dooley talk to you, you know, and to have people that you grew up, you know, idolizing, uh, you know, it's just, it's a huge kick and, and to talk to them and get to know some of them and, and, and really interview them and be able to ask them questions like y'all are me a little bit, just to really get into their life a little bit. I mean, that's a great kick. And, you know, I mean, I, I know Brian Sicker very well because he managed here in Macon 
1997. So getting to know him a little bit is uh, a lot is, you know, really fun. And to ride the wave with him to uh, do that. You know, I, I think the, the best story I ever did, I mean, I covered the little spray scandal a lot that when nobody was touching it up there in Atlanta and uh, with copy with John Coppola. Oh, okay. And, uh, wow. you know, when they got, when they got messed up and um, I knew copy and talked with him a lot and I could write a book about that. Um, I could write a book about that. And, and I, it, it was, I mean, I had a lot of information from a lot of people that I knew a lot. I mean, I could have, it, it would have been bad. It was rough. It was, but I, but it, you know, you kind of have to know your place. And I, I mean, I wrote some things that were, that I, but that I was proud of, you know, but I could have done like a real investigative piece on that, but I would have needed like legal backup and editors and they don't have that very much anymore in, te- in the newspaper. Um, right. I, I remember, I, I mean, I had a meeting at the making telegraph and I said, I've got a lot of information that really could, you know, be a good piece, but it, it was, he was like, well, it could have been a good piece in 1987. And yeah. they, they just don't do that much anymore, unfortunately. But um, that was pretty, pretty important. But yeah, you know, getting to know all these people and getting to talk with them and get the, I love interviewing people. I love that process. I love to go to spring training and talk to the minor league players and everybody knows most of the major league story, but go talk to like you guys talk to the recruits. You know, I love to talk to the minor league guys and do all that. So it's, it's a, it's a great, and then to know a lot of them when they get to the big leagues and, you know, like Michael Soroka and, and uh, some of those guys, Max, who's pitching tonight, you know, that's, that's a great kick to be able to do that. Now you're, I, listen, you're, I know you're a big pro guy and uh, obviously, you know, like you said, Falcons, Hawks, et cetera. And uh, obviously, you know, Georgia, Georgia tech. But uh, uh, one thing I don't know that people know about you as much is, uh, but I've learned is that you're a, you're a recruit, Nick. You follow it. You follow recruiting. I, I know this, but, and I could produce the text if we needed to. Um, <laughs> so I guess, you know, I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm interested, you know, where did that love come from? Was it, was it covering, uh, you know, the high school football scene? Was it, I mean, you know, how did, and then, you know, are, are there some guys that you're excited about coming up, uh, I guess this year based on uh, some of the things you've, you've read or studied? You know, Jake, um, I think the first time I started following recruiting is when Georgia got Eric Zier which is probably still one of the biggest recruits in Georgia's history. Um, Cause that, that was the first time they actually really had a quarterback. Uh, I love you, Buck, but I mean, um, I started following that and it was on the, the AJC started having articles. I love to get the Atlanta paper in Waycross and um, I would, they, the AJC used to put out a top, 100 for the Southeast, top 100 for the country, top 50 for the state of Georgia, something like that. And I mean, I love that. And then I found that there were magazines that were being printed like Forrest, Forrest uh, Davis's recruiting magazine, uh, Jeff Whitaker's recruiting. Mag- I, I mean, I've got them somewhere around here and I've got a stack of recruiting magazines that big. I've got newspapers in the closet five feet from me of uh, that are that are all about recruiting. And then I wrote about recruiting a little bit at the red and black because I really enjoyed recruiting and wrote a, wrote a, uh, wrote, I think two or three, uh, but um, 
I just loved it. I, you know, it's it, because it's the equivalent. I love uh, roster construction. I always have, and I love trade rumors. And it's like, what's the college football equivalent of that, right? It's yeah. it's recruiting. Easily. Yeah. And so um, I used to be a – I mean, I hosted Countdown to Signing Day one year. In 1998, 25 years ago, I, I hosted Countdown to Signing Day, which was on Fox Sports South, uh, you know, every year. And uh, J- me and Jamie Newberg, who uh, was one of the first recruiting guys, um, he he um, he was the co-host with me. But I loved it, and I would get all the magazines and and follow it closely, and had buddies that would d- talk recruiting with me, and we'd call each other up. And um, I just I love, and you know when when well I'll tell you this when Champ Bailey when I was on TV in Brunswick, Champ Bailey was a recruit down there, and. He's still the best high school football player I've ever seen. Um, unbelievable, ridiculous. You just can't even fathom. And, I mean, I knew he was going to Georgia because I threatened his life if he wouldn't. I'm like, I'll kill you myself, you know. <laughs> and uh, R- Rich McWhorter made sure of that too. But anyway, that's another story. But, um, you know, getting getting into that and seeing how high school guys were, that made it even more interesting to me. And then when Fred Gibson was a recruit from Waycross, that, that was – stop watching the Braves game, bro. Uh, okay, can't stop. Uh, <laughs> he the, does this every podcast. This is no slight to you, Bill, by yeah, the way. Right, yeah, yeah. I'm playing attention. I just got to take a glance over there. Yeah. <laughs> Matt's still pitching. That's important. But, um, I, you know, when Fred was a recruit, me and a bunch of Waycross guys – and because we, we Spurrier was in Waycross all the time. And we were like, we're not going to let him come in here and get White, uh, Fred Gibson. <laughs> And I remember calling Rodney Gardner and saying, Rodney, what can we do? We know what we, we, know what we can't do. What can we do? We, I, I, I got to feel like this is one of the first times the Bill Shanks uh, influence over the uh, over the Fred Gibson recruitment uh, story has been told, I got to say. Didn't they just have. get Fred Gibson either. Got Gerald Anderson too. So Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Coach Donnan wanted both of them that year. He sure yeah. did. And Gerald was pretty good. He was a pretty good little player there. But Freddie G was awesome. My God. Oh, I mean, he was just tremendous. Beast. And then yeah. what what happened there? So uh, Gerald was headed to Georgia Tech, I believe. Right, right. And Fred was headed to Florida. Yeah. And then Coach Donnan got let go. Yeah. And then I guess Rick was able to kind of rally that one at the last minute and, and you know, get them in the fold. And that was – I mean – Honestly, if you think back to that time, that was I know a lot I know he inherited a lot of talent from Coach Donnan, but getting some of the guys that he got in that very first class, like Thomas Davis and Odell Thurman and David Pollock and Fred absolutely. Gibson yeah. was was massive. I mean, oh, it was yeah. just absolutely huge. I mean, they don't win the Hobnail boot game without Fred, you know, yeah. you know, catching two passes for 80 something yards and a touchdown that day. Yeah, absolutely. No, absolutely. He he was a great player. He he was a terrific athlete. But you know what? We we wrote about 50 letters from people in Waycross telling him why he should go to the University of Georgia. And 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 we didn't do anything wrong because we were it, it was it was rough down about 2000. It was rough. It was it was it was a lot of stuff flying, a lot of people doing crazy things. And people getting on the dog vent and talking about doing crazy things. And I'm like, guys, they may get on they may get on probation, but it ain't gonna come from Ware County. I can promise you that. And, and we, uh, I mean, people were getting on there thinking, what what year was that? Those guys from Memphis that uh, 
from Whitehaven High School, Emmett Mitchell and Clotitis Hunt. I said that on TV one time, and the weather girl about fell over because she thought I said Clit on TV. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's a George. That's a, uh, a bark after dark first. There you go. There you go. I think it was Cletus Hunt. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, you know, she thought I said the other thing, and so yeah. she, was, she was falling over. So you know what? It's on his mind, and but um, you know, um, it, you know, we just did what we could do to help Fred. And t we told him, look, you go to, you go to, cause see, here's what you, and y'all probably know this, but in South Georgia, the TV stations that they have are Jacksonville stations. And what do Jacksonville stations have on the air? Florida Gator crap. Right. And in, in Albany and Thomasville where they have TV stations, what do they have on TV there? Florida state crap. So those kids grew up watching all of that Florida and Florida state stuff on TV that, and that, and of course it's, proximity proximities there but yeah they, they you know they have a lot of content thrown their way so but we we did what we we told fred you know you go to georgia you'll be a hero in the state forever if you go to florida we'll never let you back in the county but other than that we didn't threaten him at all wait well wait so so how did you i mean would that be in the case how did you end up a, a georgia fan you know my my uh my allegiance to uga started in the late 70s when i was a little boy one of my one of my high, uh, uh, elementary school friends was a guy by the name of Fred Barber who played for Georgia, like in the early nineties for Ray and whose dad played for Vince Dooley's first team. Oh, wow. And, uh, and Fred Barber's brother is Downing Barber who started Barberitos. He just sold it recently. And so, but the, 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 the barbers were, you know, they were like my second family. I was over there, all the time. And so when, when Fred and his wife would go to the Georgia games, little Fred would stay with us. So, um, you know, I was just, that's how I became a Georgia fan like that right there with Fred Barber. And of course, when I was 10, they did something kind of nice in 1980. Yeah. That worked out. Yeah. That kind of helps sure. guys in the right way, you know? <laughs> yeah. hundred percent. It's kind of like my, I mean, my first Georgia game was Robert Edwards, five touchdown game. First time oh, I ever really? in person. So oh, yeah. Wow. And that was a, South Carolina leads at halftime. Georgia blows them out because Robert Edwards goes bananas in the second half. So, yeah. uh, exactly. and we walked all the way from uh, from south of Five Points uh, to get there because it had been a while since my dad had been and he didn't know where to park. So we parked way <laughs> down there. Uh, I You're mean, Patterson's house, man. Almost down there by Westlake, honestly, like almost down by, by you know by the Beechwood turn. Yeah, uh, Bill. Uh, Thanks so much for coming on. We both got questions that we kind of ask everybody before we uh, cut them loose. And I'll go with mine first. Usually, Roos, I think, asks his first. But, you know, you talked about how sometimes you like to get into music and talk about music on your, on your show. And one of the things I always like to ask people is, you know, listen, if you were – if it was – if you were standing above your body, out-of-body experience right now, planning your own funeral, okay, and you could have anybody to send you out the right way, uh, Brandon Adams said Don Rickles. Okay. So it doesn't have to be, it doesn't oh, have to be a, uh, it doesn't have to be a, a band or a, or a singer, but who, who sends you out? Who would you choose if you could pick anybody to send, to send you into the afterlife? Well, I love Don Rickles. That was, that's a good, yeah, I was thinking about musicals. So, um, 
Jeez, I hate that he said Don Rickles. You shouldn't have told me that. I might have said it because I, I, <laughs> I watch I watch I watch Don Rickles videos like I'm obsessed with him on on YouTube. You know, um, he was the best. He was great. Um, oh my God, what a great ass question! Can I? Can you go to a second question? And let me think about that. <laughs> yeah, Ruth, go ahead. Here, yeah. here, with threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice. Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Because this one should be immediate recall. It is for everybody. So my question is always, what is the worst hotel room Bill Shanks has oh ever stayed in? Listen, I'm gonna go ahead and say I think Bill, I think Bill's probably got some experience. I would assume so. You run you've run around some some of the deep parts of South Georgia, Bill. So I bet you've stayed in some the some Miami deep. Motel in Pearson. Have you ever stayed there? <laughs> no, and I will never stay there. Yeah, don't do it. I, I'd rather go the the Willacoochee days in than that. <laughs> Man, if they um, ever put a day's in in Willacoochee. No, you're no kidding. <laughs> There's two. All right, so I stayed at one in Myrtle Beach one time, and again, I was broke. I was doing a TV show with the Braves. I had no money. And so I'm like, well, I can't stay in Myrtle Beach. It's going to be – this is 20 years ago. It's going to be ridiculous. So I went like 15 miles south of Myrtle Beach, and it's a wonder I'm alive today. <laughs> and that 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 – that, that was scary. That was about the scariest place. Now, the worst one was, all right, so 2003, we take a camper trip. We were doing the Braves TV show called The Brave Show. We were doing a camper trip. We drove all the way up. I, I swindled these people in Macon to, get, to let me have a camper. We went all the way up. We stopped in Greenville, South Carolina, where Brian Sticker was the manager. Uh, can't tell you that story. Then we went to, we saw Richmond. No, that was coming back. We saw Richmond, Greenville, Myrtle Beach, uh, Macon was here, and Danville, Virginia. We saw five of the affiliates and the Atlanta Braves. So we get to New York, and the dumbass New York people, I mean, my God, how do we lose the war? We get up there, and those people were freaking idiots, and they wouldn't let us park the camper anywhere. And we drove around that stadium six times, and we almost got Skip, who's on my show with me now, he and I both almost got arrested. This was like nine months after 9-11. So, they, I mean, any dark person, they were ready to throw in the clinker anyway. <laughs> and, and I'm like, I'm going to go to jail. I'm going to be in jail. I'm, and I'm just thinking one of those law and order SVU things where I'm going to be the victim in the damn jail. And so we had a long day. Finally get in there. Finally get in the game. Atlanta whips her ass. Gary Sheffield hits a, home, a grand slam 500 feet. It was unbelievable. We were causing trouble. And we had tickets, not press passes. And we were tired as hell. We get back into our camper and we drive around and we're like, "What? we got to get a hotel. We got to have a shower. We don't know how to work this damn shower in the camper. We smell like damn residue from Virginia. We got to go and find a damn hotel room. So we drive and drive and we're like, and this is before smartphones, right? So we had no freaking idea of where we were going to go. And I mean, we drove around for an hour and a half. I mean, we were about falling asleep in the damn camper in the traffic in New York. And we stopped and finally see this hotel room. And, you know, the guy says, how much is it? Whatever, 150. I got the cash. 
you know, that I'd borrowed. And I give that damn, give that to them. And, and we were, we were probably half asleep. We just wanted to get in there, take showers and get to bed. There's four of us. Okay. Walk in the hotel room and there was a freaking rubber that had been used right <laughs> I mean it was like the covers were pulled back and they had just done their deed God knows who in New York and what in New York right God knows what it was they had just done it there was a damn rubber on the damn thing I didn't even look to see if anything was in it but the sheets were pulled back and I'm I mean I am pissed I go walking down that hallway screaming and hollering and the guys behind me are like, oh, my God, he's going to get us thrown in jail. I don't give a flying fuck. It's one o'clock. I walk in there, and all of a sudden, there's a goddamn rubber on the fucking floor. Me, I apologize. But, I mean, I was hot. Just imagine you're tired as hell, and all of a sudden, you walk in there, and you see, you know. So, yeah. I'm dresser probably going in there doing this deed. And it's yeah, like, I'm going to be out of this damn place. I'm sorry we made you relive this moment, yeah. Bill. I am too. I feel bad. Roos, you're, you're not a good person. <laughs> you asked the question. No. So, so, who's going to send me out? Uh, on, the person in that hotel room almost sent me out that night. Yeah, I yeah, he did. He did. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, dude. That's that. Like somebody said in the comments, Bill's Jack. Bill's got the juice. Bill <laughs> absolutely does have the juice. Who's sending you out, man? Who's who's singing you into the afterlife? Oh man, I tell you. You know what? Y'all y'all ever watch YouTube and get addicted to videos? Yeah, yeah. I, I got a, I've gotten addicted to a video, and it's the weirdest damn thing. And 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 it it, it that might be it. It was uh, it was Led Zeppelin when they were being in uh, put into the Kennedy Center Honors. And Hart was singing Stairway oh, to Heaven. Yes. I'm have y'all ever seen that? Yes, I'm familiar with this video. I, that I have thing not. is freaking awesome, isn't it? It made Robert Plant cry. Robert so. Plant cried, you know, and he's like killed people before. <laughs> you know? I mean, yeah. um, <laughs> that, that, I, 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 are we are we calling is is Robert Plant really a murderer? Yeah. Are we turning is we can't talk are we gonna turn this show into what like Tom Segura is to Garth Brooks? <laughs> well, he, he looks he looks like a murderer if you've seen him. He looks like you know he, he used to look bad. Now he looks old and bad, you know. But yeah, um, that that's pretty cool. Um, I tell you, I would pro I would probably have some stupid Braves theme send me off. I'd probably have the Braves Braves TV theme song from from the nineties send me off because that's just uh, uh, epitomizes Braves baseball and. Hell, they'll probably be playing. They won't play hymnals at my Catholic funeral mass. They'll be playing, you know, take me out to the ball game and, you know, <laughs> glory, glory, though, Georgia or something like that, I would imagine. So hey, that's not a bad got, way to hey, go, man. Now, I got one. I got one more for you, Bill, before you leave. Uh, uh, this is I, I don't do this for everyone, but I'm curious because I have my own thoughts on this. Uh, I haven't spent just a ton of time in making, but where's your spot, man? Like, where do we go? Where am I going for a meal if I'm coming to Macon, Georgia? What kind of meal? Well, it depends, man. You tell me where the best meal is in Macon, Georgia, and I'm going. That's what I'm saying. Uh, breakfast, you got Famous Mike's. Um, let's see. <clears throat> Seafood, you got Jim Shaw's, I think. Um, you're just asking me this question because I'm fat. Um, <laughs> um, no, I'm just kidding. Um, 
you know, uh, Wild Wing Cafe is really good. I do my show from there, but I'll I do but, love the Wild Wing. But now I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. If you next time y'all are out traveling, watching, uh, going to see a kid, the Steakhouse Restaurant in Hawkinsville. Let me yeah. tell you, it'll take the paint off your thinner, brother. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's really. I've good. had a few meals in Hawkinsville. I've never eaten there, but I've never been disappointed in in that area. Period in Hawkinsville. They've, they've got that sausage place down there in Hawkinsville yep, that used to serve. I don't know if they still do or not, but they used to serve. Yeah. And it, it was it was outrageous. Oh, that meat it, market? M&T yeah. Meats, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that place is M&T. And they got the Butcher Block in, in Eastman. And we just got Carol Sausage on with us down in Ashburn. Okay. That's a really good spot, you know. But, uh, but yeah, no, I know. I, Macon's a – I know people make fun of making. Making's a pretty good spot, you know. And I've kind of found a home here, and I, I like it. And it's, uh, it's it. But uh, you know, Jake, when I go to Hawkinsville, I kind of feel like I'm in South Georgia. Yeah. You no, know, it's, it's I, I would of, agree. It's kind of. I mean, this is Middle Georgia, of course. But when I go to Hawkinsville, I'm like, okay, I'm home. I'm in. I'm in South Georgia because I'm. I'm. I mean, you know, I'm a South Georgia boy. I mean, hell, we're we're Waycross is 37 miles to the state line. You can't get except Boston, much southern georgia than where i'm from and so it's uh you know but macon's pretty good too but those are those are some good restaurants yeah you, you know i'll take care of you if you ever come do my show from here jake roos hey hey listen i'm just waiting to, I, you just gotta call me that's what i'm saying if you want to go on vacation leave us a leave us a, a couple of instructions on a, on a sticky note and a, and a good put a key under the mat <laughs> yeah, put a key under the mat and leave us a, with, a, with a producer well listen i'll do it we'll, we'll do it for more than one day We'll bring Palmer. Yeah, we'll do it for more than one day. Yeah, look, y'all can. Palmer, y'all doesn't, can Palmer doesn't even know how to work a board, but we'll let him figure it out on the fly, dude. He will. He will. He's that smart. <laughs> yeah, y'all, y'all can come stay. At, y'all can come stay at my house. Stay in my basement, and and you have there's a bar here for crying out loud. There's four TVs. There's two beds and a sofa. Yeah. and the two beds are in the UGA room, so you'll be fine. So look. Book it. Just book no, I, I, hey, I'm telling you, it, it that would be a great. Y'all give me a Christmas present. Let me go on vacation and go to sleep for seven days. I'll be yeah, right. Get, get it on the ledger, buddy. We are in. We are in, dude. You brought it tonight, man. This was this was so much fun. It was it's reminiscent of the Dean Leggy show, honestly, because Dean was. was just Dean had a wad of cash and was just like shaking cash into the camera <laughs> and everything. It was it was outrageous, but you know, this was so, so much damaged. fun. I hope oh, you had hey, as much fun as we did. I did. I had a great time. And and again, I'm just so thankful to you two for all the great segments you've you've helped for, for my show. And and uh it's always fun to have you guys on. And people love to I I'll get people texting me, text Roos and ask you about some you know recruiting <laughs> in a Winnipeg or something, you know, whatever. But but uh y'all y'all are great. Y'all have a and I followed y'all to Don Three and Dogs HQ too. So I'm I'm glad y'all are there and both doing well and and uh Roos, i'll have you on the show tomorrow and yeah. uh, jake Rowe, glad glad to have you back on the show today for sure yeah man enjoy thank you for man. having us bill i appreciate it man thank yeah, you so much thank you everybody all right guys thank you yeah all right Roos. <laughs> dude bill shakes f-bombs was not something i was prepared for tonight but then i knew it, it was coming i knew it was coming <laughs> i knew it was and i'm I, I was i'm ready for it it's why he's on it's why he was on i mean that's it's why it won't be the last time Bill Shanks comes on either. It was fantastic. Hey, I, I, we, 
Wait, the, before the next, we get next time well. we get something inflammatory, like anything inflammatory on this beat, we got to have him on because he's such a loose cannon in, in the best way. Who, Shanks? Yeah. Oh, no question. Yeah, he's a loose cannon. Um, all right. <laughs> so uh, before we get to Jake on Jake tonight, uh, let's talk a little bit about bird dogs. Uh, get over. If you haven't picked up your bird dogs yet, I definitely recommend it. Of course, I am one of the biggest supporters of bird dogs that you're probably going to ever meet. Uh, the Uncle Bucks, I have two pairs of for his pumps. They sent me a pair of, and then uh, I think it's the Teddy Rubskins. Uh, just if you scroll down there just a little, yeah, there you go. Uh, I've got uh, two pairs of those as well. I've got some old school ones that they don't even sell anymore, um, which tells you how long I've been rocking with them. So get over to birddogs.com. Uh, Producer Palmer, can you throw yourself up on the screen real quick so, so we can see the hat? Uh, yeah, you can get the white uh, tech hat. With promo code DOGS, that's D-A-W-G-S. Look at Palmer over here. Look at Resplendent, as usual. Uh, palatial, some would say. Uh, it's a, a tremendous, tremendous uh, deal for you, though. Uh, the shorts are incredible. They're uh, functional. They do it all, man. Uh, I wear them all the time. I love my bird dogs, and um, I'd recommend them if they didn't sponsor us. But they do, and you can also get a deal if you go over and support them as well. So use co uh, code W uh, D A W G S uh, to get the tech fit hat over at birddogs.com. Hope you will. Uh, great product. Great people. Love everything I've had from birddogs.com. All right, Jake on Jake. I've got a good question for you. I'm sure you've heard this rich man, rich man, North of Richmond song. Okay. Yeah. Um, Funny or inspirational? <laughs> the, the 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 thing about the fudge rounds, maybe. God, I'd lose it every time. <laughs> every time. Come on now, man. <laughs> yeah, I know he's not. But the thing is, he's not. He's not wrong. He's not wrong about that. No, sure, yeah, no. But no, there's no, something I, about throwing fudge rounds in that song. Like of all the things you could throw, not a honey bun, not a not a not not you know. A big goal. No, he went to the fudge rounds. A bag yeah. of them. Who gets yeah. fudge rounds in a bag? I mean, yeah, of course. Sure. No, the fudge rounds reference was very strange to me. It was an oddly specific little Debbie. Now, I, you're a little Debbie guy as well. I mean, I, mean, I don't, I know you don't keep them in your house. It's been a while, but yeah, yeah, you're right. You don't keep them in your house. I don't either. I mean, I used to. I think to. the last time I had some was like a couple Christmases ago. We had some Christmas trees. But what do you, when, when you're getting a little Debbie, what you get? That's not my I've question. The cosmic brownie. The cosmic brownie. What an ass choice. Yeah, I love those. I love those. <laughs> I love those fudge brownie things, oh, man. I'm a big brownie. So, that's such a bad choice. The, co the cosmic brownie, dude. Oh god, it's that's horrible, dude. I ain't I ain't throwing any of them away. You know, you know what I mean. I just, I mean, I, I got great willpower. No, me either, me either. But, but if I can but, pick any of them, the the cosmic brownie so far down the list. The nutty buddy is. Is yeah, yeah okay. Well, I I wouldn't. I didn't know that was considered. I didn't know that was a little Debbie. What? Oh, sorry. Yeah, we. I actually do have some of those. Are in, you aware of the product line? Do you know? Yeah, what I am. I just didn't Debbie. realize a, a Nutty Buddy was a little Debbie. I thought it was something else. What did you think it was? I don't know, man. It's not <laughs> little Debbie. Uh, <laughs> no, but we actually have some like uh, imitation little Debbies we got from uh, Costco. Uh, the Skippy peanut butter bars. Oh, yeah, they're, they're put together exactly the same. Um, okay. Those are incredible. I haven't been eating them lately, though, because I'm trying to eat right. But I get it. I get it. 
Um, I'm a big uh, devil cream guy. I really like the devil cream. Those are um, good. A tremendous, a tremendous. Are Twinkies, are Twinkies, little Debbie? They're not. That's a hostess. Okay. Yeah. I. 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 I, I uh, but I, I do have... think that little Debbie makes a thing that's like the zinger. Yeah. You know, it's like the, the raspberry coated one. Yeah. Uh, with the coconut flakes on it. That's now the Swiss incredible. roll is also pretty incredible. I don't have much use for the Star Crunch. Star Crunch is gross. Yeah. Uh, oatmeal cream pie is an elite choice. There's no question about it. I prefer to take two. I rip the first one open and then I insert the second one and then make a sandwich. Uh, sandwich. Uh, <laughs> sandwich. You, you know sandwich. they do have double decker oatmeal cream pies. Yeah, you know those are like 500 calories. <laughs> but but what's the difference? But what's the difference between? Doing the two oatmeal cream pies together, you're uh, they're way. smaller. They're, they're actually smaller. The the regular the oatmeal cream pies in the box are smaller than the double decker cream pie. Okay, so it's it's not much better for you. I'm not saying it's health food. It's not a salad, uh, but it's okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. So but yeah, rich man, you, rich man, north of Richmond, you you do laugh, you laugh at it a little bit. You that part, that that part made me laugh. His I'm voice is his voice is hauntingly incredible. Oh, I mean, it's he's, really, he's very really talented. Good. It's really and I good. and I get where he's coming from. He's singing for people that are hurting, and I can definitely identify with that. But when he says fudge rounds, I lose it every time. Yeah, absolutely, every I time. Every time. <laughs> like when I was listening to it first go round, I was like, I was like, yo, this guy is like really getting after it. Like he's really flexing the chords. And then he said fudge rounds, and I was like, what the hell? Like, where did that come from? I mean, I appreciate it. I yeah. appreciate the, the reference. Uh, we got, by the way, over here, uh, I wanted to acknowledge this. Ducati1098 said, uh, Tika Netley, Georgia, over here. I, um, I Googled the location of that, and it looks like it's in the greater uh, Cherry Log, Newport, Amicalola area. So, uh, Ducati... Uh, 1098 up here in my, my neck of the woods. So shout okay. out. Yeah, rock and roll, man. All right. So my question to you, it's Jake Rose, uh, not birthday today, but uh, very recently. It's Jake Rose's birthday week, essentially. Um, what's the Jake Rose birthday plate, man? I mean, where, where are you going? Where are you going? What are you getting? What are you ordering? What's on the Jake Rose birthday plate? Well, I, I mean, I, I'm not a huge like celebrate your birthday kind of guy. Me either. I'm not either. First of all either. Like I don't. I'm, normal, I'm like treat it like a normal day. Yeah. Um, I might take the day off. That's like maybe, and that's all maybe. I didn't the last two years. But uh, we so we didn't with it being middle of the week. We celebrated it on Saturday night. Um, we got a table over at Chuck's Fish. Um, you know, a few drinks, uh, some fried fish, uh, dude. They they had a special with um with uh, kind of uh, cubed uh, mahi and red snapper. Uh, gave you like twelve pieces for like fourteen bucks, which is you know highway robbery at Chuck's because it's very very expensive. Um, sauce was good and spicy. It was awesome. But yeah, I had some of that. I had some sushi. Um, I had an entree few drinks, few laughs, good time. Um, no, maybe no, I just want to go have something I'm not good. What you had? I'm just asking if you could choose, man. Like you, you make your your plate whatever you want. Yeah, if I could choose anything. Yeah, man. Put them I mean, together. I, I mean, I do ribeyes. You know, like I, I mean, I, I'll, I'll never turn down a a good prime ribeye with a good with a good cap on it with a good spinalis. 
Um, I'm Look probably probably saying some stuff people don't understand, but that ribeye <laughs> cap, dude, is the best part of it. Um, I like getting that by itself whenever I can. Uh, but yeah, I love I love a good ribeye, a good bone in ribeye too, because uh, there's something there's some enjoyment I get out of grabbing the bone and picking it up and eating it. Um, you know, whenever I get down to the bone, I did it at Elmo Steakhouse first time I ever went, St. Elmo's. I asked the bartender, I said, "Is it going to offend anybody if I grab this?" grab this uh, tomahawk ribeye and eat it off the bone. She said, darling, you just pay $60 for that steak. You can do whatever you need to. And uh, I was like, oh, yeah, there we go. Um, I've never I've never seen anybody eat chicken like you do either. So. What's that, the wings? I mean, chick, bone-in chicken, the way that you do is, is tremendous. Oh, the way I eat every little piece of chicken? Oh, for everybody, there's not, I mean, just stuck the bones dry. There's nothing left, man. Yeah, yeah, it, it, look, it, looks, like, uh, it looks like the ants. I've gotten to yeah, it. Absolutely. You know, it looks like it's about 17 days old and the ants have gotten in there and gotten everything off of it. Um, that's, that's very true. That's very true. But yeah, I mean, I would big ribeye with a potato of some sort. Um, you know, I mean, I, I don't, you know, the older I get, the more, the more adventurous of an eater I become. And, uh, um, I even told you the other day, I ate some tandoori chicken and enjoyed it. And boy, curry just doesn't do me right. But, uh, yeah, a la red meat, man. Red meat. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. Well, all right, y'all. We'll be back with you next Sunday. Uh, parts unknown, weight unknown. We don't really know. Monday. Um, yeah, who knows? Uh, we, you know, we may have, we may have the president on. You know, we may have Rusty Mansell on. Who knows? But uh, we will be back this uh, this next Monday. And uh, until then, we love you guys. You're awesome.